Well, hello, everyone. This is uh, Pastor David. I'm with Julie Hart, the host of our <laughs> podcast, and uh, I wanted to introduce her so she could get us started. Ah, that's awesome, <laughs> Pastor David. My name is Julie Hart. I'm director of Connectional Ministries here, and Pastor David is the pastor uh, here at Desert Spring. Um, this is the Wednesday Word, and we are recording from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we're just kind of wrapping up a season, so we get a chance to have Pastor David uh, share some things with us. Um, so, you know, we've been doing a storytelling, people sharing their stories season, which has been pretty awesome, pretty pretty great experience. Uh, we've had three hosts, three of us hosting um, people. We've had Jacob Euchre and Sean Hughes and myself, and um, we've had quite a diverse group of people whose stories we've, we've heard here. Um, so... We've had some great stories, and I've uh, I've enjoyed hearing them, and I've appreciated all the hosts who've met with them. And I'm kind of curious, before I start doing much talking, what, what are some kind of moments that you look back on and you thought, well, oh, those were those were just great moments as you're thinking about the the podcasts this last series? Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it was a really diverse group and different hosts. Um, we enjoyed the hosts. We all interviewed each other. So that was kind of cool. Sean Hughes um, and Jacob Bucher and myself. And so we started with interviewing each other. And, um, you know, we all know each other. So it was kind of fun that to learn really, you know, new things about each other. So that was a fun way to, to kick it off. Um, one I really enjoyed listening to, and I was out of town at the time, um, Sean had interviewed Nathan Roos. And mm-hmm. um, that was just... Uh, that was the first one that really like, wow, there's just, you know, so many cool things. Yeah, that was a wonderful one. Yeah. yeah, I love that one. Um, and I think in part, too, because Nathan was pretty new to the church at yes. this point. Yeah. And so and so so much of what he was saying was like, oh, wow, I mean, this is all new to us. We're really starting to get to know him. Right. Uh, and that felt really good f- uh, for, uh, to me. Yeah. Now, so I, I was a skier. I was not a good skier, but he, he talked about being on the slopes and being in the snow and things like that. So there's some things I related to. And I think every time you interview or listen to someone, it's impossible to listen to an episode and not find a way in which you can relate to that person. And so mm-hmm. um, that was really fun. A person I've been trying to get on the podcast since the very beginning uh, was Jody Tyra and, and Sean Goddard. And so uh, that was, I really enjoyed um, her sharing her story. And a lot of it's a story that I did know, but it again, it's impossible to listen to someone's story and not learn something new. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, hearing Andy Sharple's story. I knew pieces of it, but to actually mm-hmm. hear the story, that was really a powerful story, of, you know, about uh, the adversity and how good came out of that. Because um, it's always wonderful to hear Ken and Joanne Beale and, and, and they have a long history with uh, with one another, uh, and and to hear them talk about their life, and that yeah. was wonderful too. Yeah, Casey Andrews, a young adult now, but who was you know I've I've known for since he was a youth. Um, it's just really exciting to hear kids that grew up in the church and that have gone out and the way that their faith uh, still keeps bringing them back. And now, you know, whenever he's here, he's singing in the choir and doing things. So I got a lot of feedback from people that loved hearing from him. Oh, what did he do? Because a lot of times kids, they watch him grow up and they go off and, you know, they don't hear so much about what's going on and how their faith is playing out in their lives. And so that was... That was great. Yeah. 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 And whenever B.B. Uh, Breckner talks, I want to listen, you know. Uh, 
Yeah. She's a she's a real gift to our church. Yeah. Just so many. Yeah. Every one of them was just a, a real um and and they're sharing how God has been at work throughout their lives was the common thread through their stories and so inspirational. People have gone through a lot of things and overcome a lot, uh and how their faith has grown through that. So yeah. that's what I think we heard a lot of. I love the connection between what we were doing with uh, the podcasts and the stories. And, and, of course, you had your class on stories and mm -hmm. preached on stories. So there was a lot of continuity in all of that. Um, but then what I've been preaching on over these past five weeks with, uh, with community and friendship. Um, and so we're just kind of giving these examples of how wonderful it is to get to know each other and how rich our congregation is mm -hmm. as we start to hear each other's stories. And, and I hope it kind of encourages folks to, to share a little bit more of theirs, whether it's on the podcast or just with people that they're around and encountering uh, in the church life. I, I think it helps to build uh, community mm -hmm. quite a bit. Yeah, you talk about the storytelling workshop, and this did all launch from uh, one of the last times I preached was on this the importance of sharing our stories. And I would, I wanted to do a little workshop and there was a book about remembering your story and, and you're writing your auto, your spiritual autobiography. So I thought maybe I could get a few people to join. Well, there were 20 people that joined and people, a lot of people that wanted to join that couldn't at that time. So, and it was a very powerful experience for us to hear each other's stories and work through our own stories and, um, uh, remember our stories. So, yeah. yeah. And I've heard from many of the participants in there, not only how meaningful it is, but then also share, you know, um, that they had learned this in the class or they had worked on this in the class. And, mm -hmm. you know, so lots of conversation outside of the class that they're carrying that forward and it's having an impact. And yeah. do you think you'll be able to do one of those again at some point? Yeah. It's someone was asking me on Sunday, a few people have asked me that, you know, can I do, I think I will. I did it selfishly. So it would make me work on my, <laughs> my uh -huh. story, but, um, yeah, I think that it tapped into something, um, important for us and that's just it. We, we, younger people, especially we learn from each other. My faith is the faith that it is because people with faith shared their stories with me and, uh -huh. So that's, that's an important thing. And I think, um, yeah, I, th I definitely want to circle back to that again. Mm -hmm. So we had a, we had a celebration at the end and, um, we, people shared, uh, just a three to eight minute, something that they had written from their story. And it was very cool to see what they chose to share and what, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, kind of fits in a little bit with some things that I've been thinking about moving forward. Mm -hmm. And this is maybe kind of jumping a little bit too far ahead, um, but I'll jump. And Go we, for it. We can step back <laughs> and, and talk some about the summer if you want. Um, but, you know, the, the pandemic is, you know, officially over. We've seen those announcements that have been made in the news. and mm -hmm. um, But, you know, for all practical purposes, um, you know, church life... Uh, uh, has been trying to return to normal for some period of time right. uh, post-pandemic. Um, and um, an awful lot of what happened during the pandemic was us just creating stuff to try to make certain that we were able to stay connected with one another mm -hmm. uh, through Bible studies and through um, Sunday school and worship and the like, and having all of those options and opportunities available. Mm -hmm. And then as the pandemic was coming to an end, it was us being able to try to get all those things up live again, mm -hmm. which 
you would have thought you'd be able to just you know step right back into it, but forgot, yeah. but it wasn't. I mean, we yeah. were we had stopped doing that long enough that there was a learning curve to be able mm-hmm. to get that stuff up and going again. And so, mm-hmm. big focus on getting those things going again, and not only getting them going again, but learning how to do them as hybrids. Hybrid was the tricky one. Yeah, so that so that. You know, if you're worshiping in person and you're worshiping mm-hmm. online, you can you can choose whichever one you mm-hmm. want to do live right yeah. then and there. Yeah. If you want to be participate in a Bible study, you can be in person, you can be online. Just being able to get all that stuff up and going, that just was a big focus for mm-hmm. us. And it was almost like, you know, we had to focus there, whether we thought it was the best place to focus or not. Yeah, we had happened. to focus mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Shout and, out to Chris Devereaux. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take that out. We had to we had to focus there in order to be able to get through the pandemic and then to reopen and get moving forward. Yeah. And now we're moving forward and we're getting mm-hmm. some of these things down. You know, uh, we're better at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the easiest thing to do at this point is well, let's just keep focusing on content. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of we kind of know how to do that now. Right. We're doing it well, so let's keep adding some more content and more opportunities mm-hmm. and stuff for folks. Um, but a whole lot of other things were lost during the pandemic that we really now need to, I think, pause uh, and step back and, and work on. And one of the biggest things that was lost during the pandemic was that kind of interpersonal stuff, yes. um, those connections and relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so I really feel like as we move forward into 2000, the second half of 23 and into the first half of 24, mm-hmm. um, we're, we've got a lot of good content and we're going to keep doing a lot of good content. Um, but we're going to have to step back and really focus on relationships building stuff yeah. um, in order for uh, our church to have fully recovered from the pandemic. Yeah. Um, that's going to have to show itself in lots of ways. Yeah. What does that look like? Well... I, I'm still working that a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, one piece that I kind of jumped the gun on that I thought we were ready for was, okay, we need to start vo- following up with all of our homebound and all of that. Only, you know, and I got folks who signed up; they were going to help make mm-hmm. those calls. Yeah. Only to find out we weren't quite ready for that yet, and and yet we are ready for that now. We're going to mm-hmm. have to move forward, and and we do a lot of things already. Mm-hmm. We need to make certain that we're doing it in a very organized and structured way, so that right. we don't have you know, any holes or people mm-hmm. that were missing or anything like that. We really need to focus there. Um, but but also, you know, the sharing of stories and finding those fellowship opportunities mm-hmm. to connect people and giving space for that kind of stuff uh, to happen, I think, is going to be a, a part of that as well. Um, so I'm just kind of looking toward um, a season of 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 instead of having our first priority making certain we have opportunities for folks content-wise, you know, worship and Bible studies and Sunday school and youth group, those things are in place now. Let's make certain we also have space for people to spend time with one another, get to know each other, hear their stories. Yeah. um, And make certain that nobody's getting left behind. Mm. Um, That's kind of where my mind goes. Yeah. I love to hear that because I do remember it, you know, it was kind of weird when we started coming back and not obviously it was a trickle back. You know, uh-huh. people trickling back, depending on levels of comfort. And um, if you remember, you know, people walked into worship, they sat spaced out, and then they walked out and got to their cars. And so even just 
you know, that's why even just adding cookies and coffee, where that was a reason to stop and, you know, talk to the person next to the, you know, because mm-hmm. that was even, it was weird because we are such a friendly, you know, con- congregation. It was a very weird feeling. Leaving church on a regular Sunday morning felt like leaving church on Good Friday when you leave in a solemn you know, because people were just yeah. get to your car. And that right? was the case for quite a while, yeah. which was, you know, people were afraid to interact with one yeah. another still. And they were yeah. spacing whether they were intentionally social distancing or it was unintentional. They were. Yes. Right. Uh, and move in and move out. And now you yeah. see people spending more time yes. and fellowshipping more. So yes. you know it's kind of the right time. Feels like Just to, to start focusing on those kinds of things. And, yeah. and earlier than that, while we knew it was important, it wasn't quite the right time because people just weren't quite comfortable yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but but now right. I think they are. You know, and we are kind of, it has been kind of a trickle back. Mm-hmm. In pre-pandemic, you know, we'd have 750 in worship on a Sunday in person and 150 online. Yeah. Um, and when we reopened public worship, we, we reopened with 275 yeah. in worship instead of 750. Yeah. And it's slowly built, get to 300, 350, 400, 450, now into hitting 500, mm-hmm. Mother's Day over 500. Nice. Um, and, but meanwhile, the online uh, is still bigger than the in-person. So yeah. more than 1,000 people, which mm-hmm. is really good. Uh, the in-person slowly coming back mm-hmm. um, as people get more and more comfortable. Never going to be quite like it was, though. We've gotten so good at hybrid that people will all know that's an option, and they will choose that. Um, so we know um, the things that we created have to be sustained. That's mm-hmm. what people need and 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 want. Um, mm-hmm. So well, and people that move away still worship with us. I mean, the the one cool thing about it is, is you know, people move or. They, they get ill or they can't, and they can still be a part of us and be connected to us. Yeah. So People who move away, and also I hear from members of the church that they have relatives who worship with mm-hmm. us in some other state. Yeah. Um, uh, people that, you know, we haven't necessarily ever met, but mm-hmm. they've learned about us and, and are with us. Mm-hmm. And now we've received members from other yeah, states. They, yeah. Uh, and because we do things hybrid, they can participate as yeah. me- as full members. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you know, we got Jack who love Jack. Jack, yeah, he's <laughs> he lives in Michigan. He's on our staff parish relations yeah. committee. Became a member, and he, yeah. he can attend the meetings hybrid and and yeah. participate fully. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of good things are that have come out of yeah. all that work that we put into it. Mm-hmm. A lot of good things came out of that. And now let's make sure we nice. spend some time with each other. I love that. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking kind of more long-term moving, moving forward. But we got some stuff this summer, too, coming up. So what's happening this summer? What can we look forward to? Well, this, you know, one of the things, I don't know if you want to look forward to it or not, but it's part of the reality, um, is I'm going to be gone some this summer. <laughs> right. Maybe you are looking forward to that as a staff member. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be gone some this summer. Uh, you know, and our staff parish relations committee, our personnel committee, has been very generous with, with me and with our family and giving me... Uh, um, eight weeks off a year just to kind of keep me on my feet and moving forward until mm-hmm. uh, it's time for me to pass the baton to somebody else. Um, and so uh, this summer I'm going to be gone. Uh, annual conference is coming up in June, and so I'm always gone then for that conference. I come back, I'm going to be gone for four weeks in July. So there's some 
periods of time that I'm going to be gone, I'm really looking forward to uh, the, some of the preachers who are going to be preaching. Tell us about that. that. Um, well, in, in particular, Jerry Maguire, who mm-hmm. many people have heard, he's preached several times here before. Yep. Uh, he's asked, uh, uh, with my encouragement, I encouraged him on this, but he's asked if he could uh, you know, do a series of sermons. Nice. And uh, I've been talking with him about those things, and I just see him. He's just blossomed. Um, and he's going to be preaching uh, three times this summer uh, out of the book of James. Wonderful. Uh, the first one will be on over annual conference mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. So that's the third Sunday in June. And then he takes a couple Sundays off, and he comes back, and he does two in a row uh, in, in July, um, the 9th and the 16th, on the book of James. He's already written the one, the first one I've read it. It's a wonderful sermon. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, we have Jody Tyra going to uh, preach once. Yeah. Uh, and great. Good she's for never, Jody. She's never done this before. Yeah. And, um, Good for but, her. But, you know, uh, her husband, Scott, who passed away a few years back, it's actually been quite a few years now, um, uh, Scott had a calling to ministry. It was very gifted uh, and very smart. I think would have had a very, very effective ministry, but his health just kind of prevented him from doing that. Didn't keep him from being very active, involved in the church. Didn't keep him from uh, studying and reading and writing sermons. And he wrote a sermon near the time that he died called Breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jody's going to bring that out and she and I are going to kind of work on that a little bit, but part of her sermon is going to be some things that Scott wrote, and I think that will be a wonderful mm. um, yeah. uh, experience for folks. Uh, so looking forward to some of that. I'm also really looking forward to a project, even though I've talked about relationship stuff, the tool I'm about to um, talk about uh, is a project, it's kind of you know one of the things that provides content for folks but also a very relational tool. So I think it's going to help us on the relationship stuff too. Uh, and that is that we're getting ready to launch an app. Yes. And um, our app is going to focus on discipleship. Mm-hmm. So it'll be an app that provides opportunities for folks to engage and to grow in their faith through discipleship practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's some great stuff that's going to be available to folks uh, on our app. But it's not limited to discipleship. Um, it's going to also be an app where people can do lots of other things, see, get, get notices of what's coming up, uh, for instance, but also connect with uh, people who are in the groups with them. Yeah, uh, I love the things that. They're doing. Uh, so it facilitates them being able to kind of continue yes. in these, their relationships in a very simple kind of way. Nice. Um, I'm not an app expert, but we've got mm-hmm. people on our staff who know a lot about this. You know, shout yeah. out to Ann and to Chris who are working on it. Yeah. Uh, and the company that we've now engaged with who are helping us to create it. Uh, and we're going to launch that out after the summer. Great. Um, and you, you're going to be helping me with a little bit of the content. Yeah. Um, so some of the content that will be on there is content that's already available on our website. We'll just have it in a new location as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can get the sermons there or the mm-hmm. podcast there. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the content is going to be brand new, and you can only get it on the app. A devotional that you write. I'm going to be putting together a, a Grow, Pray, and Study Guide, a GPS, three times a week based upon the previous Sunday's yeah. sermon. Very which exciting. Which gives people things to think about related to some scriptures mm-hmm. and, and prayer um, that will kind of deepen the, the experience from the previous Sunday. Um, and then there's some content that we're going to be pulling in from other places. 
um, that that will make it easy for people to access. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to getting that app up and 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 going, um, and I think it's going to be very helpful, both for um, discipleship and, and spiritual growth, but also for connection with people and staying yes. connected with one another Great. and knowing what's going on in the life of the church. Really so I'm excited good. about that. Really good. You excited about anything? I am excited. Um, I'm excited for. Um, you know, we'll be taking a little break over the summer for the podcast, um, but talking about kinds of uh, next kinds of seasons, we like to kind of, you know, change things up. And, um, you know, we've been talking about some round tables, like for instance, Ken and Joanne Beal really sparked an idea for Chris about like getting these people who've been, you know, longtime members of the church and, and kind of getting them around a table and hearing, hearing some of those stories and, and getting a lot of people around the table, getting, you know, parents around the table, getting, you know, we have caregivers around the table. I can just think of so many groups of people that getting them around the table to share their experiences could be very meaningful for people. Um, you know, my son surprised me and came home this weekend and uh, so I'm like, let's get into this, go do a podcast. And so we did it on letters from boot camp and read letters and talked about it. And it got me thinking about, wow, the kinds of letters that, you know, the letters that we save throughout the years mean something to us and the different kinds of um, letters that people might have that um, are part of their stories. And so just, you know, we'd love to hear people's ideas and what they love to hear. But those are all, I think, ways of being able to connect and, and share our mm-hmm. stories and our faith with each other. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. That's great. That's great. On a personal note, I'm looking forward to some of the things we're going to do in my time off. Yeah. Um, and um, a, a lot of that time is going to, well, as much as time as possible is going to be spent up at our property in Zion. Yeah. Um, and as I think about what we're going to do up at Zion, we have a, a big family reunion planned the week of July 4th. Uh, and so we're hoping over the course of that week, you know, a lot of our kids and grandkids will be able to come up, and whether everybody can be there or not yet is still yet to be seen. Uh, but quite a few are going to be coming up, uh, and that's just a wonderful time and space to spend time together, very relaxed. Mm. And the kids have a blast, and the and the old folks get to sit around and, and talk and tell so stories, great. and we eat well, and it's and uh, sit out and watch the stars. Yeah, and, uh, beautiful. Yeah, How many people, beautiful. if everyone came? What's that number now? If you take your kids and grandkids and, and Jerry's you, folks you, too, Gritchett, is it thirty-four? Yeah. Okay, thirty-four. <laughs> so it's all, yeah, yeah. It's in the thirties. What a great time! What a great time! Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Um, and and we we got plenty of space up there for everybody to be up there. You know, we have three small little cabins that really we call them bunk houses. They're just three bedrooms, mm-hmm. but they're independent cabins that are bedrooms. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, so families can stay in those. We have our fifth wheel up there, which is kind of a hub um, because when kids get really tired, you know, we have internet up there so they can go in and watch TV or a movie yeah. or something and rest yeah. um, and get out of the, get out of the sun. Um, and um, and then, you know, we've got uh, play, uh, our campfire with lots of space to sit around and it's shaded a lot from uh, the ponderosa pines and uh, uh, and plenty of places for tents and for people to bring up their own little uh, trailers and that kind of stuff so lots of room up there um, it'll it'll be a really good time uh, beyond that then some of the time I'll spend up there Jerry and I have some projects we want to try to accomplish and I'm going to try to make sure I don't push myself too hard this year because that's my tendencies I get up there and I just work 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 yeah work, yeah and I don't quite know when to stop um, and so I'm going to be more intentional about 
not taking on as big a projects. Um, but there's some maintenance of things we have up there. One of our one of our bunkhouses bedrooms, I need to restain the outside. Um, uh, I want to put a slide on a treehouse I built, so the oh, treehouse cool. slide down. Um, cool. Our biggest project uh, will be uh, building a deck, um, and uh, looking forward, uh, hopefully, I can get that deck finished. Uh, that will be off of the fifth wheel, mm-hmm. um, but uh, be a really good kind of gathering place for folks. And once that's done, we're going to move the campfire so it's also close to there so that there's a kind of this big space where people can gather yeah. uh, in, in multiple different ways and seating arrangements and stuff. And so hoping to get that done, too. That we'll does see. sound like a lot still. <laughs> we'll see if we get that done. It still seems like a lot. Yeah. 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 So, well, Jerry's a hard worker. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I like, I like projects and building things. That's kind of therapy for me, and oh, it's a way to kind of de-stress a little yes. bit, and and uh, and feels good. So, does your brain tap out at all, or is your brain, you know, um, still on what's it, coming? It, next? You know, it wasn't too many years ago that my brain would never stop. Yeah. Um, and you, and I've, I d- I've, I've heard there is an off button for people, but you, yeah, mine would you, just keep going. Yeah. And, and uh, nope, I'm pretty good at turning it off. Good now. for you. Good for um, you. In part because, you know, i got good people here like you. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm gone, I don't really have to worry a whole lot. I nice. know we're in good hands here. we got good people here who take care of things. And, and I know that if I'm needed, you know, you'll get a hold of me. Somebody will get a hold of me. Yeah. Um, but I've also found out I'm pretty much not needed. You know, the people who are here are pretty good and can take care of the stuff that needs to be taken care of. That's good. That's uh, a good So feeling. it makes it easier for me to just kind of turn off. Uh, it also helps that I don't get good cell phone reception No, you don't. There. No, you don't. Um, so <laughs> when people want to get a hold of me, they actually have to contact me through Jerry because she yeah. gets good reception. So people contact me there. Um, but, yeah, I do pretty good at good. At, at, at shutting off now. Good for you. Um, good and, for you. And kind of need to. My brain gets a little tired with all that I have to kind of produce mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's some things I'm looking forward to and uh, and look forward to some some stories to tell folks when they get back. Um, I'm not going yet. I mean, I'm going to be here mm-hmm. uh, much of June uh, before taking off, and then I'll be back at the end of July and through uh, August, of course, as we get ready to gear back up again with school Good. going back and the fall programming getting ready to start uh, and really working on that space for relational stuff to happen. Very good. Very so. exciting. Look forward to that. Yep. So that's some of my thoughts for today. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you know, so we're going to be signing off for a little while for the summer. And, and uh, I myself, I'm going on the mission trip with the youth this year and also a summer camp. And so everyone's going to be doing the summer thing. But it will be exciting to come back and see how we can continue to share our stories. Yep. Amen. And for those who um, are going to be doing things, going places during the summer, remember, it doesn't matter where you are, Desert Spring Worship, 8 o'clock, 9.30, 11 o'clock Sunday morning, wherever you are, as long as you got yep. uh, internet reception uh, or cell phone reception, yes. you can get on and worship with That's us. Right. So look forward to that. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. Wonderful. Well, Thanks for taking some time. and Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. See you in the fall. Okay, God bless <laughs> you all. Thanks for listening. <laughs>